Welcome back to Off The Edge. I'm Jay Beasley. Today is November 5th, 2021. You're going to want to stick around for this one because we have our first ever guest today on the show. His name's Jack Phillips. We'll be discussing some of the college football playoff committee's top 25 placings and kind of the major issues that we have with it. And then we'll go a little bit into some game predictions and talk a little bit about the NFL because, you know, we always have to talk about the NFL. It's Frisky Friday. That means we're predicting things. So, of course, we talk about it. But before all that, I'll be going through some of the predictions that I have for this week. We'll go through it really quick with a new segment called the No Doubters of the Week and then the Feeling Friskies of the Week, followed by the Five Star Frenzy, brought to you by Five Star Beef Jerky for the go. But that will be the show today. So I'll try to get you guys as quick as possible to Jack's part of the show. It's it's a longer talk, but it's a good talk. You wanna you wanna hear this one, trust me. But with all that said, as always, let's get this thing rolling. All right, before we get in everything, we're going to talk a couple big headlines. First off, we're going to talk about Henry Ruggs of the Raiders. He was in a drunk driving incident this week. It's been a pretty heavy week on the NFL, just with a lot of different things. But this incident in particular really just shocked uh, the news. So um, prayers and thoughts out to that family, but also out to Ruggs. Um, That's got to be pretty traumatic as an event. Just on that note, don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. You don't want to hurt somebody. You don't want to get yourself in that position. And we have Uber. We have Lyft. We have plenty of things to get yourself home. So just take advantage of that. Call a friend. Get rid of your keys if you have to. But you could be saving somebody's lives or your own. So just just be looking out for people. But off of that, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19 today. Or I guess that would have been Tuesday. Yeah, so that that's a huge blow. Um, not sure if he followed the NFL's regulations or not. There's a lot of things going in the air about that. Lastly, I want to congratulate the team. They did what they needed to do. Everyone said if they won, America won, and that is the Atlanta Braves. Congratulations to Atlanta. It's been since 1995, I believe, since that city has seen a championship in any sport other than Major League Soccer. But Major League Soccer, no hate, is new to America. So we're getting used to you, but... This is a huge win for the American pastime and American one. So thank you, Braves. You, you killed it. I'm going to get into a quick No Shave November update. Uh, the mustache is trying to come in. It's not really coming in. So there's your No Shave November update very quickly. And then we'll go into the NFL weekend preview. Make this super quick, like I said earlier. The No Doubters of the Week, if you're picking, let's say you're in a state where betting is legal. This, these are the teams I'm going to tell you to go with. All right? I say, hit the Cowboys, no question. They'll smoke Denver. Hit the Patriots. There's no way that they lose to the Panthers. Hit the Bills. Ain't no way they lose to the Jags. I say hit the Chargers. I'm not worried about them. And here's a team that I think is rolling. If Saquon Barkley's back, I'm not telling you to put money on this team. But the Raiders versus New York, the Giants, the Raiders are rolling. I don't know what they're doing with his interim head coach, but they like him. You could put them on your list. My risky picks are the Packers over Kansas City, even without Rodgers. I'm pretty confident that Kansas City just does not have things figured out right now. Then I would go with the Rams over the Titans. No Henry. 
I'm not going to believe Adrian Peterson has it until I see it. Then the Bengals, I'm picking over the Browns, and the Dolphins, I'm picking over the Texans. Okay, so there's my NFL. Let's get in a little college football. My no doubts, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and Minnesota. Those are my teams that I'm saying are winning. But these are the these are the games I need you all to watch. You got to watch these games. These are going to be huge games this weekend. Make sure you're watching Auburn A&M. That's a 13th and 14th seed playing. That's going to be a huge game for the repercussions it could have in the top four, specifically with Bama, unless the eye test, which we'll get into later when we talk with Jack, really does uphold within the committee's polls. And then Michigan State versus Purdue. Watch out for that one. Purdue has a really big history with upsetting top four teams. And then look at Arkansas-Mississippi State. If Arkansas beats Mississippi State, it creates a lot of confusion within the ranking system. I guess Mississippi State would drop out, and then A&M would have to go lower because A&M lost to Arkansas. just causes a lot of confusion. But those are my must-watches. And then it's time for the Five Star Frenzy. The Five Star Frenzy is brought to you by Five Star Beef Jerky. I love Five Star Beef Jerky. I didn't tell Jack this, but Jack's in the studio. Jack will be getting some five-star beef jerky. Oh, let's go. So he will he will be getting a little bit. Um, it's it's my favorite beef jerky. I love this beef jerky. It tastes amazing. They even just came out with a bacon beef jerky, which if you haven't had, is it's, it's very nice. It's pretty good. Five-star frenzy is brought to you by five-star beef jerky made for go. Okay, here we go. Here's my five stars of the week. I'm going to start off with the Braves. I don't know anything about baseball, but congratulations to the Braves because America wins because the Braves win and the Astros can't bang on any trash cans when the Braves win. Number two, Tyler Hero. He's balling out. People are sleeping on this man. The Heat, they're scary. The Heat are a scary team. Watch out for them. Number three, Adrian Peterson. Welcome back to the NFL, sir. We're excited to have you. I'm curious to see what a 36-year-old man can do in the backfield of the Titans. Number four, Von Miller. Von Miller, in my mind, has two years left in the NFL just at his age. But congratulations. You get to move from the mountains and get some L.A. sun. I'm sorry, though. I I feel awful because he really was the face of the Broncos for so long. And then number five, just because I'm so mad at the college playoff committee, number five, Cincinnati. I'm proud of you, Cincinnati. You're doing great things. Don't let the college playoff committee control what you do. You guys are a great team. So number one, the Braves. Number two, Tyler Hero. Number three, Adrian Peterson. Number four, Von Miller. Number five, Cincinnati. All this brought to you by Five Star Beef Jerky. Go to Amazon. Type in Five Star Beef Jerky. If you put in the code 15 off the edge, you get 15% off your beef jerky. Isn't that amazing? And then me and you can both grab a quick snack. We're not hangry at anyone anymore. We're eating beef jerky. We're in a good mood for the rest of the day. And bang, we're, we're, we're rolling. We got the whole day in front of us. With all that said, let's get in this interview with Jack. It's, 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 it's an amazing interview. Listen to what he has to say. He's a smart guy. He knows, he knows I've watched this man look at a TV and do what Tony Romo does and call play before it happens. So please, please listen to this. You're going to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get on to the interview with Jack Phillips. enjoy it very very much all right y'all this is our first official guest that we have on the podcast his name is jack phillips 
I'm not going to lie. You guys might want to listen a little bit. We'll ask a couple questions at the end. If you're ever needing to know what team's probably going to do good today or if you ever have any questions about a certain athlete or anything like that, Jack's kind of your guy. He knows he knows where to pick the dudes that are going to do the thing right that day. So, Jack, welcome to the show. Man, I appreciate it, Jay. Thanks for having me on. I, I'm ready to just dive right into it. Let's get it. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the college football playoff committee's rankings. Mm. They seem crazy. Mm. There, do you do you do you prefer the AP now, or do you are you are you more leaning to these guys? Um, I would. I would probably – I don't have the AP pulled up, but I initially off the bat prefer the AP just from a few things that stick out to me, such as some of the group of five schools and Cincinnati specifically. That that rubs me the wrong way. Absolutely. As I'm sure most people, especially any any non-Power 5 conference team, they're probably not happy seeing that. It is – the committee is basically giving them the bird. Like if you're not in a Power 5 conference – you you aren't going to be able to get into the college football playoff. That's just what it, it it looks like initially to me. And then even more than that, it seems like if you're an ACC school that's not Clemson, that doesn't have that historical past like Clemson does, mm-hmm. you also aren't allowed into the playoffs. Right. right. I mean, Wake Forest is a good example. And yeah, they haven't they haven't had the hardest schedule. But neither has Clemson in the past years. They've been undefeated. They've looked really good. They've passed the eye test. I think Wake Forest passes the eye test. They've got a tough game coming up against UNC. I don't know if they'll be able to go undefeated. But if they finish the year undefeated, there's no reason why they shouldn't get in the playoff. Whereas Clemson's getting in all these recent years when they're going undefeated playing a horrible schedule. I mean, no. Nobody really seems to point it out to me just because of how good Clemson has been in the past. Mm-hmm. But the ACC is a very, very mediocre at best college football conference. They're, they're not very good. Okay, so speaking of mediocre, I'm going to throw my hat in to a conference that I think is extremely mediocre. I think they're given way too much credit. And it seems like the college playoff committee is agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of pushing down where they're putting this team is OU, which I was surprised yes. to see. I thought I thought the playoff committee would be like, yes, OU, continue to do this. Because a lot of people are arguing this is a money thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if you're not putting OU up there, you're actually pushing away the money. Now, clearly there's other teams that – Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon, all teams that right. bring in a lot of money. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I get – OU does not – past my eye test right mm-hmm. now they barely yeah. win some games that i think are really easy to win yeah and that's something that i've picked up initially when the college football playoff poll came out was they valued the eye test a little bit more than the resume mm-hmm. they've got bama at two even with a pretty bad loss at AM. and it's Absolutely. it's not a really bad it's not that bad of a loss i mean playing at kyle field at night it's, I, tough. It, it's a tough game regardless yeah. of who you are but, I mean, that being said, I still think Alabama is the second-best team in the country. That being said, I still think Cincinnati deserves to be in the top four. And OU being at eight seems a little unfair mm-hmm. from a – I mean, they're undefeated in a Power 5 conference. Yeah. So that that's tough. But they definitely have not passed the eye test. And I know if, if Cincinnati goes undefeated and they don't get in the college football playoff – I would be mad about that, but if OU went undefeated and they didn't get in, 
I would be completely okay with it. And I think part of that is just because we've seen them so much year after year and every year they're getting blown out besides I think they had Georgia like four years ago. They lost yeah. in overtime too, but I mean, yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even more ways that they've hurt Cincinnati to get into this, which it doesn't look like they have a chance at all at making it right. in the playoff picture right. now because SMU and Houston, the other teams within the American Conference, that I'm thinking, oh, if you can have these guys who were formerly in the top 25, and then I woke up on Tuesday and they weren't all of a yeah. sudden, those teams, you get a win over them, you beat two more top 25 teams, and Penn State, who was a top 10 team, they aren't anymore, mm-hmm. clearly. But it just seems it just seems like they're kind of just pushing them away. Yeah. And more and more, like they're literally aiming at Cincinnati and going, no, 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 we're not going to let you in here. Because right. to me, I mean, I don't see why SMU and Houston aren't top 25 teams mm-hmm. over some of these teams. Truthfully, I'm looking at a team like Mississippi State. Right. The only reason Mississippi State looks to be in there is because they beat A&M and A&M beat right. Alabama. Yeah. And it mean, it's like, hey, we're going to keep you in here because we need Alabama to look better. What happens if Arkansas, an unranked Arkansas, who's played good opponents, mm-hmm. top 25 opponents Beats only pretty teams. much, what happens when Arkansas, if they beat Mississippi State this Saturday, do you keep Mississippi State in the top 25 and I'm, remove someone for Arkansas to get in? Yeah, I think that Mississippi State would have easily be moved out of the poll without a question. I think, I mean, by the logic they're using, they, Arkansas would have to jump in the poll. I mean, Mississippi State, I would question them being in the top 25, but 17, like, they're they're in there pretty good. You yeah. know, they're not, like, barely scraping in. Exactly. That was the thing that jumped out to me the most. And kind of going back to, like, the what poll do you value more, this is why I value the AP poll more. You mentioned uh, Houston and SMU not being in the college football playoff poll well they're both ranked top 25 in the ap poll and utsa is at 16 who is a really really good team a great team i mean they haven't played great opponents but they're not but should we not reward teams that are not like okay we get that you're not in the sec and yeah i always say i have some sec bias naturally but yeah if you're not in the sec you're not in the big 10 you're not in the big 12 you're not in the pac 12 you're not in the ACC, whatever. Who cares? Like, you're a good football team. You have beat all your opponents. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Let's reward that. They were they reward independent schools who play nobodies except for two right. good teams a right. year. If anything, this almost looks like a Notre Dame situation right. to me for Cincinnati. I I was going to get into this later, but I'll let you go. Yeah, this is, this is a Notre Dame situation. Is it not? Year after year, we watch Notre Dame get put into these playoffs. Because they played a couple good yeah. teams and then a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, they beat an overrated USC every year. Yep. US, I mean, again, they beat them again. And they'll play somebody else like Michigan. There's your statement win. You're in. Yep. Just because their name is Notre Dame. I mean, Cincinnati, the biggest knock on group of five schools not getting in is they play in a bad conference, which is fair, mm-hmm. and also bad non-conference opponents. Well, Cincinnati this year, they scheduled Indiana, who – Hasn't been as what we expected, but they still beat them handily. That's still a good yeah, win. A, Great win for Cincinnati. Yeah, a team they that scheduled, at a high level. Yes. They scheduled Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. They beat them handily. I mean, they were up like, I want to say 17 points and kind of let Notre Dame get back in it late. Yep. I mean, it's it's baffling to me. I, I don't understand it. 
and I, the American Conference to me, let the American Conference go play some ACC teams. I'll, I'll tell you where a good like I'll be, I'll base you off of conference right there. SMU could probably take on most of those teams over there, Definitely. and SMU isn't Cincinnati. I, we're not even getting right. into Cincinnati. Right. Um, Houston beat SMU last week. That was a close game. And we're also seeing a bunch of these American teams move into the Big 12. Mm-hmm. So if Cincinnati yeah. – so what the committee's telling me too is if Cincinnati's in the Big 12, they don't even get in still because OU doesn't get in. Right. So I get – maybe it's an eyeball test. It is. It, it seems like it. That's what they're valuing. And I, I get that. I I mean, I, I, I get along with I, – I like OU at – I wouldn't say it not. I mean, an eight. I think eight's a little low. That's a, a six or a six or seven, maybe even the five spot. Right. Ohio State being above an undefeated Oklahoma is a little confusing mm-hmm. to me. I would love to see those two teams play. I would too. There we go. It'd if be, you want your answer, it'd let be those, a good game. Let those two and teams play. I was. I mean, Ohio State. They they don't have an impressive win. I mean, they, they really don't. I mean, it's just they lost to they Oregon. Beat, right? They they lost to Oregon yes. at home. Yes. Early in the season, which was kind of shocking, mm-hmm. but every other win, I was, I think their best win was like Penn State, who they just beat, and they were supposed to be by a lot, and mm-hmm. barely they struggled Straight to by. win that game. Yep, um, they beat Minnesota, who they were trailing at half. Who's, I mean, they're a solid team. They're, but, but Minnesota's defense isn't even really that amazing. They're no. nothing spectacular. No. So, not at all. It, it's the eyeball test. But at the same time, to me, it it has a little bit of like it was just like ten guys in a room talking, and they're like, "Yeah, Georgia, okay, mm-hmm. Alabama, duh, Michigan State, they just beat Michigan, that makes sense." And then they were probably someone threw an OU, and they're like, "No, we're not going to talk about OU yet." And they're like, "Okay, Ohio State," and they're like, "No, Oregon beat Ohio State, right?" Which it, I think is great. Yes, I'm glad they did that. Yes, I think Oregon. Oregon scared me a couple times already this season. Yeah, they had definitely. the Stanford game, if I'm correct, that they lost. Yes, yeah, they lost. And UCLA, they almost lost to. Mm-hmm. Um, they barely beat UCLA. Yeah, it was scraping their, by. Their Some, second string quarterback had to come in on the last drive, and he threw a pick at like the 20 yard line. Like, yeah, they were they were probably about to win the game if their quarterback didn't get hurt. Exactly. And then you have um, another team that I'm a little bit baffled by in their positioning is like Oklahoma State's number 11. Mm-hmm. I, I've i said this. I've outwardly said this. I think Oklahoma State and Iowa State are kind of the dogs of that conference right yeah. now. I, I can see Oklahoma State being OU, beating OU right Definitely. now. Definitely. I, I see that happening. I also see OU scraping by a win again. Yeah. Where we're all like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And, and o- OU still has – Oklahoma State and Iowa State left on their schedule. Yes. Which, I mean, Iowa That's State a- Iowa State's a weird team. They had all this hype into the year. They've lost some games that mm-hmm. they definitely shouldn't have, but they kind of have a known history of beating Oklahoma, and I would not be surprised. I mean, I would be – I think I might be convinced. I'm not I'm not ever going to be convinced about you. Um not but, this year. Not not this not year. This not year. this year. But if Oklahoma, if they beat Oklahoma State and Iowa State, and when if they went out, basically, I think I think they're deserving to get in. Which yeah. sucks to say because they'll probably lose by <laughs> seventy to Georgia, like they do every year. Yes. But that's just kind of how it works. And so if we're looking at the top four, 
Do you agree? Let's just talk the top four specifically. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I, I got Georgia and Bama right here, Michigan State, Oregon. Do you think a one-loss Bama team deserves the spot over Michigan State right now to Texas A&M? From the most like unbiased, if we did not live in the SEC, and we know how good Alabama is. Yeah. We, we get it. But Michigan State didn't do what Alabama did. They didn't right. have a little lapse all of a sudden. Yeah. And lose to a team that's undeserved. Like Texas A&M, throwing them at the position they're in right now, which is 14, yeah. I'd probably put them more towards 18. But it seems it seems weird to me that like Michigan State didn't have this little mess up. And Alabama mm-hmm. did, but they're like, well, the history of Alabama lets us put them above Michigan State. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you feel? Yeah. I mean, I think based off the eye test, I – I like Michigan State. I don't. Mm. I don't think they'll be a college football playoff team. I think. I think both them and Michigan are very similar, and they almost seem a little one-dimensional to me. I think they're bound Absolutely. to drop a game. I mean, they're at Purdue. They have a really tough schedule in the year. They still have to play at Purdue. Yep. Which which is, is a the, game they should win historically. I, I if I'm putting money on something, I'm not putting money on a Purdue versus any top four team. Because Purdue all of a sudden has this history yeah. of messing up top right. four teams. Oh, oh yeah. There's some crazy they, stat out there that's like they're ten and two against top three teams. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, they Ohio State looked like the team to beat what three years ago, and Purdue goes in, at home, mm-hmm. beats them by f- like fifty points or something. They just yep. beat Iowa, who I've been saying all year is not a good team. They were so lucky, but I won't go on that rant. We all know they're not. Not as good as they were said to be. Yep. Um, I I said they were bound to fall off. I think I think Michigan State's better than Iowa. Yes. I I think they're a New Year's Six team. I don't think they're a playoff team. Got I it. think they're gonna lose at least one, maybe two games. The I mean, they have Kenneth Walker, who is after that Michigan performance is. I mean, I I don't know how he's not the front runner for the Heisman at this point. But yes. So, which is crazy. Who and who is is it? Carousel. I think it's Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Bryce Young's still okay. the front runner. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. That'll be weird. This is the one year where I'm just like not really sure who it's going to be. I mean, I think the only way Michigan State makes it in is if Kenneth Walker single handedly puts the whole team on his back. Could happen. We've um, seen things like that. Yeah. Which there's like at the end of the day, once we get to the playoff. The difference between the two and the three spot isn't significant at all. Absolutely. And right now, there's little significance to it. I think Michigan State should, as of right now, be B2. And okay. Bama should be three. Um, it's like you said, Michigan State, they haven't had that slip-up game. They've been close. At Indiana was tough for them. They barely got out of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the same thing with Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, they haven't looked good the last two weeks, but they're still winning their games. Bama – they blew a lead. They blew Bama a lost a game. Yes. Oregon lost a game at Stanford, who's and we, a mediocre Pac-12 team. And we've punished those teams that have lost, except for Oklahoma and Wake Forest. But we've punished Ohio State. We've mm-hmm. punished Michigan. We've punished Notre Dame. We've yes. punished Oklahoma State, Baylor. A lot of one-loss teams yeah. that they're saying, no, you can't be here. And it's it's it leaves a lot of questions for yeah. a lot of people. And then – that doesn't even get into the frustration that has to happen. If I'm an Oklahoma fan or a Wake Forest fan, 
I mean, that's got to be frustrating. You're sitting, you're oh. just a sitting duck. Yeah, you, you, you are. You, Wake Forest knows. Like, they woke up on Tuesday and said, man, they really aren't going to give us a chance. Yeah. No. Are they? What, do we have any ACC teams in here right now? Um, I think NC Wake State. Forest, yeah, NC State, who is obviously, like, they, they don't have a shot. Um, but you need teams in the top 25 in order to get up there. Right. And, like, Cincinnati, I just think has zero chance on the side. Unless oh, SMU and Houston win their next games by, like, 50. Yeah. Which SMU is playing Memphis, which is at Memphis, which I've been in that game. I got to go to that game two years ago. Really? And Memphis, it's, they're a crazy yeah. crowd. So they always have a competitive team too. Never, exactly. Never an easy. They one. beat Mississippi State, did they not? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Was, exactly. Okay. I mean, that was a while ago, but still, I mean, it's a it's a fair point. You know, I mean, yeah. I, and and it's funny how they have like all these SEC teams kind of bunched up, like they have uh, Auburn and A and M right next to each other, and they go Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Kentucky right after with BYU in between. They just, like, they don't know who's the best out of them, so they just put them all together. And Mississippi State is definitely an outlier. I mean, to be fair, they just did beat Kentucky handily. Yep. Um, but I I think Mississippi State's fun ends this weekend in Fayetteville. I mean, do you think Kentucky is also about to have their fun ruined sooner or later? Yeah, they play, who is it, Tennessee? Yeah. And, that, and the, that, you can't. That's that that game's a weird one. It's it's basically, I mean, you just throw throw up the coin, heads Tennessee wins, tails Kentucky wins. I mean, that Tennessee is a they're a good they're probably the best 4 and 4 team in college football. I I want to I think they're 4 and 4. Yes. I they're they're a team that yeah. you have to you have to respect mm-hmm. right now. Okay. So, we've talked a little college football. I'm going to end with I want your no questions of the weekend. What teams do you think just come out on top no matter what? I have a couple right here. I'll just go through you. My, like, no doubters that I call them for the week. We'll just start with college football. I got Georgia versus Mizzou. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, every, Georgia versus anybody. Um, and then Ohio State versus Nebraska. That should go Ohio State's way. Yes. Um, Alabama versus LSU. I know some people would say it's a rivalry. Um doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, and then Minnesota versus Illinois. I think Minnesota runs over Illinois. Personally, and yeah, then, yeah. So those are kind of my like four that I've just been like, there's no way that those games go in the air. And then you got to watch Auburn and A and M. This that's a huge that, game. That'll for be rankings. a fun game. That'll be a fun game. I think my first first one that jumps off the page is obviously Cincinnati. Not only are they going to win, I think they're going to go out and win by seven touchdowns. They are angry, pissed yes. off. I think they want to prove a point because they've obviously looked sluggish the last two weeks. Maybe they got a little too comfortable, mm-hmm. which, I mean, Happens. I could see that happening. Yeah. They, I mean, both the teams they played, they should have beat by 50 points. I Absolutely. think they're going to come out hungry, mad. Let's see. I, I mean, Do you think Wake Forest – I know Wake Forest is playing North Carolina – this is the only opportunity to me that Wake Forest has to, as you said earlier, like the committee was giving these teams the bird. This is their opportunity to come back and say, no, screw you guys. Yeah. Watch. Like if they, it, I know it probably won't happen, but if they come out and stomp over North Carolina, I have to think the committee's like, oh, yeah. 
because they're not even favored to win that game right now. No, they're not. They're, the odds are not on them. Yeah, I mean that'll that's a game where if they go out and win by two scores, I think you definitely have to put them consider them for top six, maybe even. I mean, yeah. they're an undefeated team in a Power Five conference. Through what 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 would that make them nine and 10 and zero? Yes, and. North Carolina, I mean, they've had a really disappointing season. Very. Yeah. But they're still they're still a really competitive team. They're still that team that was a preseason top ten team. They have that talent. Yep. So that'll be interesting. That's that's just a weird game because it's it feels like it's one of those where last team to score score wins. Yes. No, that's exactly what it Yeah. It seems like a little bit of a shootout. Uh and then I have my I always I always I love the NFL. It's, okay. it's, you know, you're at the top of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm going with these for my picks. The Cowboys versus Denver. I'm going to go the Cowboys. Definitely. Um, Pats versus Panther. The Patriots will take that one. Bills okay. versus Jags. The Bills. Uh, we got the Chargers versus Philly. I'm sticking with the Chargers. The Chargers are scaring me, though. They've done a couple things where I'm not, I'm not bought out, but I'm yeah. not bought into them. Um, but I'm not. This game specific, I, I just think – Philly doesn't I, have anything. I love the Chargers. I think what have they've had two? They had a really disappointing loss to Baltimore. Yep. And then they come off a bye at home against the Patriots. Another disappointing loss. They their offense has not performed well. Their defense is all right. Normally it's their offense that is carrying them through games, and they've looked pretty pretty bad the last the last few games. And yeah. So I think they come out and they've got to win this game because the Chiefs. I mean. As bad as they've looked this year, they're gonna figure things out, and they're in the same division as them. So they've got to they've got to win these games against the Eagles. And the Pats are a good team, but that's a game they need to win. Another another no doubter for me, and I mean this could be even more. I I think the 49ers will beat the Cardinals this week. Really? Yeah. I, okay. I, it's a little far to say a no doubter. Okay. One, uh, Kyler Murray is potentially going to be out he hasn't practiced the yep. wednesday or thursday practice he's not made made it so we'll probably find out tomorrow if he practices there's a chance if he doesn't then then no. he, he won't but yeah. i i think the 49ers that game was really close and it was at arizona the first game i think arizona won 17-0 and this would be huge for san francisco or 17-10 i guess yeah it they, would be they a haven't big won one. a home game this year I have they not I don't. I don't think they've won. A oh yeah, no, they haven't. They're I don't know the last time they won a home game. Yeah. Um, which that's got to change, right? You got to eventually. Um, I said I'm a little weary on that because now if Kyler Murray's not playing. Clearly, yeah, that drops way out of this list. But I think the Cardinals. I think everyone's gonna doubt the Cardinals. Um, I think we'll see the same thing with the Bengals happen. Yeah. Um, I, the only reason the Bengals, like I'm. Saying any like they're on my feeling risky part yeah. where I'm saying you're winning, but I'm yeah. not hundred percent sure yeah. is because you're playing the Browns and that's a rivalry in state. Mm-hmm. Um but I yeah, I don't know I just don't know what to say about the Cardinals right now. I, now the Raiders are playing New York too, so we'll jump into that in a minute. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. The, I would I would say the 49ers game is more of a hot take, but yeah. I feel very confident about it. I think and they're actually favored now to win. I think the line opened at it was an it was an even spread, mm. and then the Kyler Murray not practicing shifted that a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love the 49ers. Then I was gonna say the Bengals, which the Bengals is weird because 
it's bounce back spots for both teams. The Browns coming off a loss to the Steelers, and then the Bengals have lost their last two. They just lost to the Jets, which is a really I mean, yeah. Which yeah. the Jets, I mean, they, they they came alive. Mike White, maybe he's the truth. He didn't even play tonight, but they still scored thirty points on the Colts, who yes. I think is one of the probably a top ten defense. I'm, they're a great team. Yeah, they're a great team. But the the thing with Cleveland which is where I have so much doubt for Cleveland on this bounce back game. There's so much drama. Oh, I know. What with Odell's dad yeah. and Odell's not, is he playing? What? Like, we don't know if he's playing or not. It seems like they didn't even let him into the facility or yeah. he came into practice and the, the general manager said, you're not practicing today. Mm-hmm. Um, they missed a deadline. So no trading. Yep. Which is, a which huge... they said they weren't going to, they came out and said, we're not trading OBJ. And, do you blame so? Okay, let's let's think from Odell's dad's perspective real quick. Do you blame Do you blame Baker for that? Do you think Baker's to blame for not throwing the ball to him? I mean, he's got to be. He's the quarterback. He's the one who's supposed to throw okay. the ball. And I don't know if there's any personal ties behind that. Yeah. Um. A lot of people hate Baker. I actually love. I mean, I I love. I him. like I his personality. I he's like a fun his personality. Guy. He's he's a fun guy. He's a competitor. Yeah. He wasn't highly rated, but that's that's a story for another day. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Odell is kind of a weird situation because obviously he's hey he has that talent that most yeah. guys in the league don't. But for me personally, I don't think the drama that he brings with it is even worth it. And we've seen the Browns play without him. They they can be a really good team without him. They didn't have him for what. They only had him for four games last year. He tore his ACL. Yep. And they made the playoffs and destroyed the Steelers mm-hmm. and I think it was the wild card game. They almost beat the Chiefs or it was it was a really good they gave game. They gave a run for their money. Yeah. They didn't just let it happen. Uh-huh. So. I mean they they can be a really good team without Odell. I think the drama he brings along with it isn't worth it. Mm. And when he's in the game, which from I mean I it was pretty eye opening. I watched like two minutes of that video his dad posted. And I mean he is seriously 20 yards down the field, wide open, not a defender within 15 yards of him, mm. and he's not getting the ball thrown to him. Yeah. It, it's it's just a weird situation. I have no idea what to think about it. But personally, regardless of it, I would I would get rid of I would have traded him. Okay. Yeah, I think I think when you know a guy's unhappy, it's time to part ways. Mm-hmm. I think um, – but that gets into another story where somebody – well, apparently he wasn't happy, but it was over a Halloween party. I don't know if you heard about this, Von Miller. So I don't think I okay. I don't think I've heard of this. Von Miller was throwing a team Halloween party. Yeah. And they he was trying to get everyone to pitch in money and he ended up paying like six million for the Halloween party. Oh gosh. So he, there's a little tension in the locker room yeah. or something. And then the next day, well not the next day, but two days later yeah. after Halloween, Von Miller's traded to the Rams. So that's just like it. It's not the Man, same scenario. What, but what kind of party is six million? I don't know. A Von that Miller, is... clearly a Von Miller party. But yeah. the uh, the Broncos, I don't. We'll, we won't get into that trade. But yeah, those are who do you, last question. This is the last one of the night. All right, Dolphins versus Texans. Who do you got? This is so tough. This is. I know this is a coin flip. Whatever. Is... But who do you? Which is funny because there's rumors about. Deshaun Watson going to the Dolphins yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. Who do you think is the is the winner of this one? Because I'm I want to say the Dolphins. I want to confidently yeah. be like the Dolphins. Duh. Yeah. The Texans suck. 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't. After the, what I saw from the Texans against the Rams at the end of that game, I was a bit mm-hmm. pulled back. So. And the Dolphins played the Bills close. I mean, they yeah. were. It was a one possession game till like I think what ten seconds left in the game. They the Bills scored for some reason. Yes. I initially was all over the Dolphins. I was like, okay, the Dolphins are going to win that game. But I think news came out today that Tyrod Taylor's back. He's going to be starting, and that team through what a game and a half with Tyrod Taylor looked alive looked a real like a yeah. really good maybe middle of the pack nfl team so it'll be interesting i think the dolphins probably still should win that game but tyrod taylor definitely brings a dynamic that changes changes the way the way that team plays at least what we from what we saw through a few games absolutely yeah all right well jack it was great having you on the show. Anytime you Jay. want to come back, you're oh, welcome. I, I would love to. This okay. I had a blast. Okay, sweet. Thank you for having so, me on. Y'all, that was Jack Phillips. Listen to what he said. Listen to some of those picks. If you're ever putting money anywhere, I highly recommend listening to his advice. He he knows what he's talking about. I wouldn't have him on if he didn't. But, Jack, thanks for coming to the show. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Next time. All right. That's a wrap. Boom.